Hey, Dirty Hour listeners. We're back for another amazing episode. This, All of our episodes can be found on Apple Music, Amazon Music, or Spotify. In this episode, we're going to go over Super Weekend. We got Reno Arena Cross. We've got Glendale Supercross. And we have a real quick Super Bowl preview. Welcome back to another episode of the Dirty Hour. I am Colton Scudder, your host. And Amanda Cutter. Scudder, your uh, co-host. There you go. I just wrote my last name there. Ooh, <laughs> can't forget that one. Yeah. Um, but we're back for another episode, and let me tell you, I've been looking forward to this episode because I've been looking forward Glen- to Glendale Supercross for a long time. I dig the stadium. It always brings in good racing, but also the track layout for this race is epic. Absolutely epic. The track looks so cool, and I'm very excited to uh, dive into that with you. Um, but you know, with, with that being said, there's a lot of big things going on this weekend. Um, obviously, we are going back to West Coast Supercross for 250s. So West Coast had like a little, little mini break. We got some excitement in the 250s. We're going back West, and then obviously we have a tight championship in the 450s. But come Sunday, we got the big game. Oh, yeah. It is Super Bowl weekend, and we can't really do this podcast without talking a little bit about Just that. Just like a smidge, you know. Yeah. So, we got the Chiefs and the 49ers. I think it's a it's a, it's a a big game. Um, I'm 49ers all the way. What about you? Oh, yeah, 49ers. I don't want to see the freaking Chiefs win. I don't want it to be all about Taylor Swift and T- Travis Kelsey. Hell no. Yeah. So, I mean, it's going to be it's, it's gonna be cool. Um, talk about a hell of a weekend if you were able to go to Glendale Supercross. Just over there in, Fe- in Glendale, Phoenix, Arizona area. And yeah. then just a quick drive over to Vegas for the Super Bowl. That'd be a killer weekend. Sadly, we're not doing that. Uh, we thought about it, but uh, just it's did ex- not work out. It's expensive. Oh, yeah. That would be That's- like a pricey weekend for sure. For those of you that don't know, this is a low budget. <laughs> this is a low budget um, system over here. Larry budget friendly podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, no, so... Yeah, obviously, big game this weekend, Super Bowl weekend, and Supercross. It's always a fun weekend, and we're both... This is a 49er rooting podcast for the Super Bowl, at least. Other than that, yeah, it's a different Super Bowl, team. Yeah, it's a different yeah. team. Um, but yeah, so Super Bowl weekend, that's awesome. But let, let's get back to the real the real sport. You know, they call football the manliest sport. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like so. if you're riding a dirt bike, I feel like you understand that it's freaking challenging oh yeah oh yeah so the whole time you're riding it with with us going to glendale it is back to a west coast round okay so let's give you just a quick recap for those of you that forgot you know and it's only been one week off but there was a lot of stuff that happened last week so let's let's do a quick recap on west coast right now this is really cool we have two red plates going on in the the 250s right now which is gonna be so awesome I, i always like when there's a tie in points to where there is dueling red plates yeah. and i know it was outdoor no supercross i don't know I, it was i think it was supercross last year there was there could have been an opportunity for three red plates and it was just just oh. out of order and off yeah. and i've never seen that before so that would have been really cool but um no we got two red plates on the 250 west side uh jordan smith and levi kitchen with Ooh. levi kitchen getting the win the last time they all uh came together gained a lot of points and 
it, you know, it's crazy to think we got red plates on both of the cowies east and west coast which is pretty cool mitch yeah, payton i'm sure is just burning out everywhere yeah he's just super excited um i'm excited to see what kind of battle this is gonna help us well show us i should say and i'm actually really interested to see if rj can actually make his way back into the standings like i i mean i know he's third and he's eight points behind but still like you also got to think like for west coast like they they got brutal they got like a good a1 but that's also a1 it's always wacky then they got mutter san francisco mutter san diego and then into a triple crown and then it went to east coast so like their last three yeah. rounds have been really that's goofy true. so hopefully you know going into this one it's it's a new round for them and it's a normal you know, 15 minute plus two indoor, not going to have to worry about weather or anything like that. And it, it should be, this will be, I, I would almost predict it very similar to A1 without the round one, A1, like, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think th this is going to be a race, just like I said last week for the 450s kind of. So like la last week for the 250s in Detroit, it that was like their one wacky round it's their first round all that stuff the 450s though is like their first race getting back to like full-blown normal 20 minute plus two racing you know, yeah and like good weather good track all that stuff even yeah. though the track was a little wonky but so for the 250 west coast i think this is gonna be that standout race like we're gonna see who's the real contender because they've had three wacky ass rounds in a row definitely they got a week break to like Kind of get their shit together and all that stuff. And now they're coming in. As, I think it's going to be a normal round. Yeah, I definitely think it's going to be a defining moment for the riders, like you said. Um, so definitely, like like you said, RJ, I mean, this could be a bounce back. It yeah. very well could be. And I'm a big fan of Rick James. And so I think that this could be his, you never know, this could be his his comeback. It's a, finally a normal round. It's not going to be a wacky round anymore. Yeah, I want it to be his comeback. I want to see him up there in the points. I want it to be a close race, just like we've talked about this whole season well and the last time it was like a1 he won a1 yeah. and that was a normal race so yeah. you never know he could come back here like okay we got two red plates in the 250s right now um very cool but, but if, if rj goes to win that let's say it is you know rj kitchen smith like our three guys in the points whatever if rj comes out on top all that does is tighten up the points chase yeah even more that's yeah. all that does right there and fourth place we got garrett marchbanks he's 14 points down I mean, I don't know. Again, he's one of those writers that's like those, I think, being that the last three 250 West rounds have been wacky, fits right in the, the wheelhouse of Garrett Marchbanks. Yeah. The mud, the 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 triple crown, the, yeah. the chaos, that's that benefits him. Even though, yes, he has been writing good, I just think that fits his wheelhouse there. Now that we're going to go towards the normal, you know, 15 plus two and all that stuff, I don't, I, I definitely see him obviously in the top 10 and stuff like that, but this is where I think you start to see him and uh, Burdon, Anthony Burdon's drop back. And this is where, I mean, we haven't seen it yet. And A1 was a nightmare. And the rest of the rounds after that have been kind of a nightmare. Is that Joe Shimoda, 30 points down, title contention is gone. And I, I'm still sticking to my point that Shimoda will not win a race this year. At least in Supercross, I think I think, I think outdoors he's gonna be pretty freaking amazing. But it's just indoors right now, Supercross, I'm just not feeling it. But um, I think now that we're 
like I said, we're getting out of the wacky. We're going to a standard, normal race. We're going to get back to the normal. This is where I think Shimoda is going to start doing well. But you know what's weird? It's the starts. We've seen yeah. it. We've we've been seeing it with the 450s with Jet and Hunter. We've been seeing it in the 250s as well with Shimoda. Um, I don't know how much we can take out of the East Coast 250 Honda oh, yeah, guys. One race, Be- really. In one race and a big crash. Yeah. But I do know that, you know... Um, at least when it comes to Shimoda and then the 450 guys, and I know I understand 250, 450, different power and, and competition, all that stuff. Yeah. The starts haven't been there. Yeah. I... Like Jet pulled, pulled some good starts. And I did say that, like, uh, Honda came out and said that they did find some stuff in the bike. They figured out the starts and all that stuff. So who knows? Maybe that reflects on Shimoda. Maybe Shimoda can finally get a good start in the main and, and put something together. Because he, he needs to. We're, we're going to... No, we're already five rounds deep, four on his coast alone, and he has nothing to show for. Not even a podium. Yeah, I don't know about you guys, but I did not expect to see Garrett March Banks in fourth, to be completely honest with you. I did not feel like he was going to be I don't up think there anyone did. Point. No, I'm like, he, he was like a sneaky fourth, for sure. There's a lot of other people in the field that we felt like were going to be up there, and obviously situations happened where they're not up there anymore. But I do think this is a good opportunity for Joe Shimoda, if they figured out, apparently, whatever they figured out with the bike... For him to get a good start, because I think he can get up there. I think he's going to win maybe one, maybe two races in Supercross this year. I'm going to go against what you're saying. Y'all know me. This is a Joey Shimoda podcast for me. I love him. I think he's going to do better, especially because the last race we had, even though it was a triple crown, I feel like we saw more of last year's Shimoda on the new bike. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's always got some stuff he's got to figure out on this new Honda. Well, yeah, but... It and just... It's, just, it's just him, um, and there's not really... I think it's just a, a lot of pressure and whatnot in that position. And I'm sure he's figuring out and progressing. I mean, the speed's there. He's been passing through the pack when he can. But it's like I almost put Joe. Okay, take this with a grain of salt. But I'm but taking this whole thing with Joe in the same category as like a Mookie. Like he shows the speed. It's there. But can't just just constantly on the ground first turn or or making mistakes and hitting a tough block and going down and stuff like that it's just shimoda's crashed so much in these you know four rounds that he's done so much it's like you're all you're doing is digging yourself into a hole and look at it we're we're only four rounds deep into this west coast championship and he's already 30 points down has he crashed that much this year i feel like the the, I, the, was, the 30 point thing came mostly from san francisco when he his bike died and he couldn't finish the race san diego he ate it a bunch um i know in san francisco in the heat race he crashed nonsense he almost i think he got lapped he mm-hmm. did get lapped in the heat, and now mm-hmm. it was a mutter i i, I do it's get different. that but then you also look at i also go back to like a1 the last normal race that they had is start with just shit. And oh it, yeah, start was horrible. He but... just stayed back in the top ten that whole time, and so uh, or I... stayed stayed in the back and then kind of made his kind of worked his way up. Yeah, he got back to fourth, but because he went, he had to go berserk the last like three laps in order to make that happen. Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't put him in the same you know wheelhouse as Mookie because Mookie crashes and he stays where he is. Joe can actually pick people off. He can make it through the pack. He can make it back towards the front. Yes, his starts have been pretty bad. So he's been towards the back, but he's actually able to like have a fighting push versus like Mookie. I feel like once he's crashing down, he's like stuck in that one position, you know? Yeah, no, I, I, I get it. I mean, he's got to show us something. 
It's got to show something. Yeah. And the fact that we're going into our fifth round on the West Coast and he still doesn't have a podium is beyond me. Because going into this year, I really thought it would pretty much be a Shimoda Hampshire championship. You know, Jordan Smith still in the new team. I, I heard some good stuff. Clearly, it's working out for Jordan Smith. The kitchen's just on fire. Yeah. I'm, I I I really like kitchen. Jordan Smith, eh, whatever. But Kitchen and RJ, uh, I, I really like this guy. But yeah. L- L- Levi is is um, killing it, and I really do think he's going to do great this weekend. Yeah, I want him to just back it up. You know, I want him to keep on riding how he's riding. I would love to see him take over the red plate, like a solo red like plate. Like solo, yeah. 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 It's just, he has it. You can feel it when you watch him ride. He has the spark that he needs to like get the championship, I feel like. Yeah, he's young. He clearly loves that bike. Oh, clearly. yeah. It's, it's working well. Too. Yeah, working well with him. Yeah, the team's working good. Um, and he's got the speed. It's been every single round he's got it. And even when you go back to the Mutters, when uh, Jordan Smith won San Diego, Levi got second, but Levi was closing. He was there. And he so was right there. It doesn't really matter what what is um, what's going on. He, he, he Obviously, Levi Kitchen and that Kawasaki uh, team is – Working well together, it's so magic it's it's, it's him, definitely sure. some magic. Um, also, someone who's way back in points, but could be a threat. We've already seen it before. Nate Thrasher, he's thirty four points down. He's working with a DNF yeah. just like Shimoda. Yeah. Um, it, I think he's working with two DNF, something like that. Yeah. But he's got to win, and so that's someone to also throw in there. So yeah, we we're talking a lot about Smith, Kitchen, and Hampshire. But you have Shimoda and Thrasher as well to kind of throw in that mix that can really move some pieces around. And obviously the rookie, uh, Juju Bomer, kind of let me down. After after round one, he, he showed some flashes of speed and starts on all that in A1 and then haven't seen anything since. But it's, hard, it's really hard to predict any of this stuff and go off of that because the last three rounds they did were wacky. Oh, the last four rounds they did were wacky. Just like we said before, A1's weird. SF, you know, like we said. I'm still really impressed. He's in top 10 in the points right now. That's still very impressive. Even though he's still not the speed, maybe this week is what he needs to kind of reset his mentality and get back to that speed that he showed at A1. No, I I, I agree. You know, I, I like Juju. He's from Lake Havasu City. And um, I'm, all, I'm all in. I, I, I dig him. So the 250 race is going to be sweet. Uh, the track is... Super epic. I oh. cannot wait. And it's a long track. You yeah, know? I'm so excited. You, you look at this one. It's got two sand sections, two whoop sections. You look at the track. It's almost like a mirror. It mirrors itself. like Almost like a butterfly fleck. You, yeah, it's fleck. super you, cool. you slice that thing down the middle, and it almost mirrors itself with whoop sections, sand sections, and all that. Um, I expect long, long lap times here. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, long start straight. Uh I would assume the Yamahas, although those Cowies have been looking good to end up getting a whole shot out there. But um, 250 is sweet. I dig them. And, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm really liking this track compared to last week. You guys know how I felt about the track last week. Very, so, very coming, vanilla. Yeah, extremely. So this is actually, like, really great. I really love the start, the sweeping left. I think it'll make it very interesting. That hard, was it a, a right? Was it a left this last weekend? 90 left. It was a 90 left, like. I definitely feel like that's the reason they had that huge crash in the start. But, 100%. Um, this is going to make for some good racing. There's lots of places to pass. The sand sections are always fun. Long rhythm sections, too. So, and I've always been a fan of that. Long rhythm sections. And especially, you know, 
And who knows? We're all just looking at the track map. Dirtworks crew does a great job in coming up with some stuff, but um, like changing some things. But um, yeah. I, I see it as where the long rhythm sections I do like, especially if they can change it up to where, um, and, which there is in this one, there's some on-offs, and that gives you some type of uh, the rhythm changes. You can, is there quad options, on-offs? Do you go over the on-off? Do you land on top of there? There's a lot of different options that I... Um, dig in these rhythm sections and i i i am seriously so pumped for this weekend's race. yeah it's gonna be an exciting track so um but moving on the 450s oh Four man 50s what so a tight excited. tight ship we got here tight yeah, ship it's uh the points right now are pretty close um you know how they ended last week my and... boy chase Sexton with that red plate and the yeah. number one again yeah you know if it's not ap i'm, I'm glad it's sexton honestly ap's not too far out he's only two points out as long as it's not jet He's one point. <laughs> so it's still pretty tight in the points there. Um, well, and that, that's a scary thing. Like going into this weekend, okay, so we saw Jet just straight up dominate this last weekend. Yeah. And then what What was the last time we saw him have a normal, you know, 20 plus two race was A1. And yeah. he went out there and dominated. And so with, with us doing another one, like I said, you know, these next couple races inside these domes, these football fields, you're going to start to see that breakout crowd. Who have I seen in that breakout crowd do well? Jet, clearly, dominating. Chase Sexton, he he's it floating in that mix. And then, obviously, Cooper Webb um, yeah. on fire. There's something, though, with Sexton. Is he... where? I, I, I'm a big Sexton guy. But with him, you know, we saw last week, he was in second place the whole damn race. And then you look at how... He goes about, like, behind Jet. I don't think we've ever seen Chase Sexton pass Jet outdoors, no. indoors. He might have gotten close in outdoors, but I don't think he fully did it. But I don't I don't see that raw speed on that KTM to go after Jet Lawrence. Once Jet's in front, you know, Sexton last year, he was fastest qualifier, setting fastest laps in mains, all that stuff. But this year on the KTM, and I know we are only got a few rounds to look at, and some of them are wacky mutters, but... yeah. Um, I don't know if Sexton has that raw speed on that KTM to send it to go after Jet. And he, I don't know if he's, maybe he's holding some back and doing that dungeon method and be like, you know what, Jet take off and I'm just going to bank on you making a mistake and going down doing these rookie weird young kid things. Yeah, I think he's just being smart because the last time, I feel like last year, it was happening, it's been happening less and less of the years that have gone on. But Sexton's realized I don't need to do like 5,000% and wreck my shit and lose the race because of that. So I think he's being smarter about that, which I think is, you know, that's a good choice. But I don't, I agree with you. I don't think he really has the speed on the KTM to catch Jet in that situation because he's still putting up like really good lap times. You know, they're comparable with Jets, but. But you got to put in that once Jet or yeah, once Jet gets that like roughly two second lead oh he's gone it's you got to be able to reel him in and yeah. with sex and i don't know if he can do that and if he can like i don't know if they're it, it, it's tough because i don't know if he it's it's not an ability thing like we've seen chase throw down some fast lap times but it's like that risk reward like take like take the second place take the points and just move on or send it and possibly like weed yourself like you did a yeah, bunch last year exactly. and then it ends up throwing away the championship yeah sexton hasn't really shown that he can reel him in but 
Jet has shown this last race that he's kind of tamed down his riding style. He hasn't quite been as aggressive. Don't get me wrong. He's still been very quick, but he's taking less risks, I feel like. He just goes into, like, that race management yeah, mode. Yeah. Yeah. And so he did have that one towards the last, one of the last laps where he almost ate shit. But I think he's... Oh, pretty, that was bad. That was bad. It almost could have been so bad. And he did yeah. reel it in and it was fine. But... I think he's getting into the mindset, I'm going to be a professional racer in this 450 class and I have to be better about not just like full send because I'm going to wreck my shit and then I won't, I'll be down on the points. And you almost got to think about like what part of him is like in a different way dunging it. Like, okay, so not saying he's going to sit there and podium, podium you to death, but like the race manager portion of it, instead of going out there and and laying down the fastest lap times every single lap. And we saw this in outdoors too, is like not saying he goes, and, that's what Jet's really good at. He's, he doesn't go out there and just blitz and he's not gonna put up a, a 10, 12 second lead on you. Yeah. He race manages, we saw it all outdoors. He gets a good start or, or if he's didn't get the whole shot, he gets in the lead very quickly. Yeah. And then he gets a, a two, maybe a three second lead. And it'll manage that all race. And he makes it look very easy. Like, that pace yeah. is where he's good at. Now, what we've seen, if it's not perfect weather, yeah, Jet's wacky. If it's triple crown, Jet's wacky. Yeah. If it's, it's almost like if it's not perfect conditions, not a perfect situation that he's used to, that's where it really starts to get wacky. Yeah, and I feel like it, when he can't, doesn't get a start, that he likes, it gets in his head, and he's like, oh, I gotta push, gotta push, gotta get to the front, gotta get to the front, and then that's when he crashes. So yeah, I'm really yeah. interested to see how it goes this weekend. I almost hope he doesn't get a good start, just so we can really, like, genuinely see how he reacts to not getting a good start and pushing toward it back towards the front to actually be back in the game. Yeah, and, you know, someone who definitely had raw speed, when we saw it, was Aaron Plessinger. Oh, yeah. The It's not the question of, like, oh, we had wacky races, that's why Aaron's up there. Did it help a little? I think it, he definitely benefited off of it. Yeah. But you look at it, his worst finish this year is a sixth. Okay? Last year, if Aaron Plessinger got sixth, we're like, hell yeah, good ride. His worst ride is a sixth. So looking at it like your worst ride is your best ride last year. That's the improvement that we've seen. And it's always, oh, he's only good in the technical or the mud riding, all that stuff. Last weekend... Perfect conditions. Indoor, it did get a little tacky and rough in some spots, but for the most part, that is perfect conditions in a dome right there. Yeah. Heat race, he had all the speed. Oh, yeah. He had all the speed. Granted, yeah, Cooper Webb went down, and that's kind of what gave Plessinger the win, but you look at just his, his pure speed that he had through the whoops, rhythms, all that stuff. He was flying. So when it comes to Aaron Plessinger, now we're getting into... Like I said, a big dome, long track, all this stuff in Glendale. I'm not counting Aaron Plessinger out because he's shown us time and time again this season, the speed's there. His fitness is there at the Baker's program. Mm -hmm. That bike is obviously working great for him. They found something, and I'm not counting him out anymore. Where last year I'd be like, ah, and maybe he's good for a top five. Maybe if he's lucky, he'll get fifth. Now it's... it's other than last week, but like he's been top five every week and his speed is there. Yeah, and even though Cooper went down in the heat race, he was 
AP was keeping up with Cooper Webb. Like, he oh, was right there. They were all there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. they were like, he was right behind <clears throat> him, so you can't say that he does not have the speed. Um, I'm hoping that he's going to take last week in Detroit. He had a great weekend, didn't crash, didn't get first, totally fine, right? We did have redemption in that. But I would like to see him on the podium this week, and I think he can do that with his track. I think he's going to vie well with it. I think he's going to go into this week with the same attitude he's had this whole time, very positive, very confident. And not cocky, which I like. He's like, I just feel confident in my riding skill, and I feel really good on the bike. And so I feel like that's going to translate into a podium for him this week. Yeah, I think um, someone that I think is going to be really good this weekend is Jason Anderson. Um, he, he's he been feeling himself on that Cowie. He looked really good last week, um, just battling with people. And, yeah, I know he we in the heat race, we saw that battle of Jet and Anderson and and going out, we're like, oh, is, are we going to see it? Are we going to see it? Yeah. Uh, we didn't see it, but... Uh, oh, but we wanted to. That Cowie, though, they, they got something figured out there, and he's riding really well. He's not out of the championship, and um, that's someone I, I look forward to seeing um, do really good. Uh, I want to talk about someone. Do we see a bounce-back ride in Tomac this week? Um, You know, I feel like we will, but... Listening to like the hubbub, I've gotten more clued into what everyone else is saying about ET in this season. How he is riding this season to have a good season, not necessarily to win, but to close out his career on a good note versus in the back of an ambulance. So, yeah, we we may see him rebound. We may see him feel good, feeling himself. I'm gonna ride good. We're in Glendale. It's a little more elevation. We may. Well, my thing is like he, I don't know, like. I uh, there's one thing I hate about the sport is like it's not as ex- like uh, you don't get all the information, not as yeah. exclusive as some of the other sports. You know, um, people hide with the for whole sure. well with the whole Deegan incident. We didn't know if did he break his wrist, did he not break his wrist, did he sprain it? Like what? Did what the hell? Now did he? Like, yeah. What? what happened? Yeah. Yeah. And now the Tomac thing, they're coming out saying there was a, a lot coming out saying that there's is it a bike issue? And now he said he was uncomfortable. That can mean a lot of things. But is are we talking a bike issue? I heard maybe a shock issue, maybe but the te- but the team manager came out and said no, there's no issue with the bike. But yeah. no one and, and and they say oh, Tomac's fine. But so yeah, is, is his knee is his yeah. ankle bothering him again? Like there's so many question marks. You don't get any insight, and in, in no matter how much digging you do, yeah, this sport really doesn't give you all the information out to the fans. So it makes it really tough. So I think there's a lot of question marks. Uh, around that number three this weekend does he answer those i don't know i he seemed like he was gonna get on a rhythm you know he won the final triple crown race and we're like oh tomac's back and heat race he did all right last week but then this start was fine that's what i'm saying like the first half of the race was epic he was doing really good and then he dropped the tenth and just dropped not not just like oh made a mistake he dropped hard yeah it was he dropped like a fucking rock yeah yeah no, and it's, I almost feel like it's worse to not know what happened. They're like, no, it wasn't the bike. And you're like, no, oh, no, I just didn't feel comfortable. I'm like, is that worse than just giving us a reason or and such or like an excuse? If someone were like perceive that as an excuse, I almost feel like it's worse. Like, obviously something was wrong. You guys can't say nothing was wrong and E.T. just did horrible. Oh, clearly you there was something wrong. You can't say something yeah. wasn't wrong. That's what, it just bugs me when something, they, they come out and say that. Yeah, you're like, this is bullshit. Um, someone who definitely needs a bounce back ride is Justin Barsha. Yeah, he was dealing with sickness and rash and all this stuff. Um, coming out of uh, the gas gas, Red Bull gas gas camp. Um, 
they were asked pretty much, is it time to um, hit the war- or the the warning button on uh, or the panic button on Justin Barsha? Like, what is going on? The they came out saying no. Give us a couple weeks. We're working on bike adjustments, and they think they found something. Oh, so I would okay. say Barsha, uh, watch out for Barsha this weekend. And this intrigues me on a couple different levels because I like I like Bam Bam and he's just like Tomac and all that stuff. He's he's towards the end of his career. Yeah. And so as many good top finishes as we can get out of him, the better. I'm all for that. Um But going forward, we obviously know we have this Jet and Anderson uh beef going oh kind of going on. Yeah. Yeah. And who knows if that's still lingering or what's going on there. Jet has not met Bam Bam yet. Oh my God! I would. He might be racing against oh. Justin Barsha, but he has never met Bam Bam yet. I would pay good money to see Jet go up against Bam Bam because I yes Anderson was feisty. Bam Bam would wreck Jet's shit. And Bam Bam, don't forget. Either. I bet you anything, and he holds a fucking grudge. Oh man, <laughs> I would pay good money to see that for sure. So what? What with them saying they they found something in Bam Bam's bike, and obviously it's working or whatever. I can't wait. Like, hopefully that's true. Because if Bam Bam starts getting up front, that means there's a higher chance of him really... Okay, so Bam Bam, he's already 39 points down. He's not a championship contender. But he's like one of those wild cards that... couple things. He can come out, get a great start and battle up front and maybe snag a win, which I'm all for. Definitely. Or he'd be that guy that, you know, he could be in between... Uh, 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 an Aaron Plessinger and Cooper Webb and kind of mix up the points or option three which is what he's been known for his whole <laughs> career is he can just straight up punt someone Bam. yeah Bam. exactly so there's uh, there's a couple different you know variables with Justin Barsha riding good and being up front and I think all of those are possible this weekend. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see him get back on it. I didn't know he was having issues with bike. I know, you know, obviously we know when he's like not close to the front guys, but yeah. if they found something wrong with his bike, if he can get a good start, I almost want him to line up next to Jet cuz during the starts he he'll clear you out. He doesn't give a shit. Well, it's also it's it in Anderson and Barsha ride the exact same in this way. They're loose. And they're kind of they're fast, but they 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 they're loose. They're all over the place in and a way. Like a wee aggressive. But they're hard to pass though. Yes. They so are. when people are behind them, they to get by them, you have to be very strategic about how you make that move on them. And yeah. when you make that move, get the hell out of there. Get as create that gap. Yep. Because even if you pass them cleanly, they're gonna run it in tight. They're yep. not gonna touch you. But they're going to run it in tight and letting them know, like, hey, you might have got by me, but I'm still here. Absolutely. That's something that they're both known for. But, um, okay, so with Glendale being this weekend, let's hear it. Who is your 250 and 450 winners this weekend? Um, I'm going to do top two in the 250s just because. I'm top calling. two. Okay. Yeah, just, okay. You're I'll calling. Tell, you're tell like you Babe Ruth calling your shot over here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try. Okay. Um, I'm saying RJ1 and Levi2. And I think Levi's going to keep the red plate and Jordan Smith's going to be the fuck out of there. Actually, that'd be great because Levi would then get the a red, keep the red plate solo. Yes. That would bump Smith back just a hair. Are you saying Smith get uh, still on the podium third? Um, not not necessarily. Honestly. Ooh, are you, who who are you calling for third? I mean, uh, here's why I say: if you're gonna call one two, might as well call one two three. Um. You know, I think it's Shimoli's week this week. Shimoto Bo. 
Shemaya, I believe in I you. like it. I, I do I like that you. top three. I Lisa, do like it. Uh, who's your two fifty pick? Uh, I'm not going to be as bold as you and go top three. That's well, for sure. Well, you forced the third one out of me. I'm just well, saying. okay. If you're going to go one, two, <laughs> might as well go one, two, three. All right. That's all right. just the way, the way it is there. All right. Um, I'm going to stick to the one. Uh, I have been on the hot hand lately, and I'm going to do what I've said all season long. Once Levi Kitchen wins a race, he's going to rattle him off. He's just boom, boom, boom. He's going to rattle him off. Uh, I got Levi winning. You got the chef. Okay, okay. Um, For 450s, boof, I don't even know. I like just the points. I don't even honestly know who I want to win. I want AP to win, but... So is that is I mean I think so here's the thing I think everyone wants AP to win because if he wins he I takes know. it back the red plate does, and that would yeah. be insane that would oh my god that'd you be know, awesome I'm gonna go with AP AP I think he's gonna go into this week feeling froggy and he's gonna fucking destroy Jet and I love that oh boy oh boy you know I it's hard in a in a dome a football field to go against Jet Lawrence in the, these perfect conditions. We saw it at A1. We saw it last week, and it's so hard to bet against him. But with a big track. And we're going to do it. And, and, and two whoop sections. I think there's a lot of places for error. Um, I'm calling my boy Chase Sexton. He's going to keep all that right, red plate. Right, I think I like this that. is a season-defying race right here. He's got the red plate. Jets one down, Aaron's two down. And uh, Cooper's six back. So it, it's a tight championship. Yeah. He wins this race. He he starts to build the foundation of a championship run. He he separates himself from the rest of the pack. I'm going Chase Sexton to. I think he's going to get a great start and run. He's going to run away with it. All right. No, I, I respect that choice. He was my definitely. It was between AP and like Sexton because God knows I don't want Jet to win. Yeah, I know. I know. I mean, it, it's kind of. I I, I, okay, I can go a couple different ways on this. Like. I'm not a Jet fan, but I respect him in a way that he is a generational talent. He is crazy good on a bike. We saw it in the 250s. He's got a lot of freaking skill. He's just young. He's young, and I think he's got a lot of learning to do. You look back at uh, Bam Bam and Jason Anderson, Cooper Webb. You, you look at all these guys I'll when they were... Roxon used to be kind of a dick, so... Yeah, you look at Roxon. When they were younger... What they would say on the podium, a little questionable. What they would say out of the training track in an interview, questionable. And so I think there's just that there's a step of maturity you come into this that I think, and we're starting to see it with Jet, is yeah, that he yeah. he's being smarter about what he says on the microphone for his interviews yeah. or his, his post-race or anything like that. He's starting to get, he, he's watching what he says. And I think that's just a sign. And... That could be a sign of, holy shit, he's about to rattle off five wins in a row. We don't know. But the maturity is getting there. But I think that's what the tough part is, is like he, like we brought up uh, last week or two weeks ago, the rags, the richest story is done. You're a multi, oh, yeah, you're over. a multimillionaire champion, 20 year old driving around a Rolls Royce. And you are now the celebrity. You're the all-star of the sport. You can't act like the goofy kid anymore. Yeah, you got to grow into that role for sure. And I think he's learning that, oh, shit, I need to do that sooner rather than later. So I don't totally fuck my 450 career. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Well, that is your Glendale preview. Uh, we are very excited for this weekend. Um, 
for all of you, if you are in the Reno area, we are going to Arena Cross on Friday night. Oh, yeah. So if you're there, you see us, stop by, say hi. Um, we'll be walking around, checking out the action. Um, we love some Arena Crash. Uh, that's always <laughs> some fun racing there. But, uh, no, we're going to Arena Cross. So, yeah, this is a big weekend. Arena Cross mixed in with Supercross, mixed in with the Super Bowl. It's a super weekend. It's a super weekend. Yes, very excited. Been looking forward to this for a while. So please um, enjoy your weekend. Have fun. Be safe. And uh, if you have any bold predictions, hit us up on our Instagram, Keep It Dirty USA. Um, topics, picks, or if you want to be on this podcast, just hit us up. It's simple as that. Uh, we've been catching up on our messages this week. So um, if we haven't reached out to you yet, we're working on it. So. Uh, but thank you for listening to this podcast. If you like it, please share it around. Um, it supports us and keeps us this whole this little gig growing. Yeah, we can't do this without you listeners out there, and we just we that's what we appreciate about you. All right, guys, go enjoy Glendale, and we will be back with a review. Uh, let's just call it Monday because it's the Super Bowl. So we will be back with a. Uh, review of Glendale on Monday. On Monday. We'll All see right. You guys. See you guys. Thanks. Bye.